Welcome to the Unfocused Writer. I'm Christopher Robin. And I'm Christy Walter. And we're a couple of unfocused writers talking about life. Our show's evolved a bit, though, hasn't it, Chris? When we started, we were going to talk about writing. And then we realized that when we write, we are really just writing about life. What we have to say relates to many more people than just writers, because writers are really just storytellers. And we are all storytellers. I think that was pretty good. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. You just wanted to do the intro now so you could call me stupid no. a couple more times. I should to make up for the number of times you called me old in the show. I just I feel really stupid today. Like you ever have those days where you're just you're not quite with it? Did you I'm start feeling out that stupid? Did you do something stupid at home? No. It's just been a weird day. Are you sure? Are you sure? Did you like what? You sure you didn't do something stupid at home? Yeah. I mean, the day started early. It's My day been, started early. It's just, yeah, your day definitely started early. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little punchy. I'm just That's feeling little... not 100%, and I didn't feel like my conversation skills were 100% during that discussion either. Really? I thought you were great. And I thought okay. that I thought our interview was really great, and I think it'll be really it interesting too. to listeners, too. This is a... This was a totally different interview than we've had so far. Well, it, this is this is why I love this show because Derek is a guy I've known for a really long time, and I've always known he's smart and talented and all that stuff. But I don't think I knew the extent of his creativity. Like he's into art and gaming and podcasting and YouTube and all that stuff. I knew some of that, but I mean, honestly, I hadn't worked with him in eight years. Mm -hmm. So our kids were pretty little. One time he and the family came to our house for a St. Patty's Day party years ago. And uh, we, had a, a, we had a really Saint good time. Pat parties or was this before Wyatt? This is before Wyatt. So I think his daughter, Avery, is just a few months younger than Briarly, And they were like one or two. And that's the last time we hung out because I left that job. So in that time, you know, I, I think we've both kind of found a little bit of creative sides of ourselves. So it's it's so neat to talk to him. And somebody who's not a writer. Yeah. You know, we've we've interviewed a lot of writers and they're great. I love mm -hmm. writers, but there's mm -hmm. other there's other things. So you learn something new about him. Yeah, I think there's, I mean, I learn something new about you pretty much every time we do these too. Don't, really? think, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think today you learned how stupid I really am. Oh, I already knew how stupid you are. <laughs> I'm being hard on myself today. I'm not sure why. I'm just kind you of struggling. You are, so you deserve that. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, I know. Oh, Gosh. Shit. Hold on. This is going to be, this is the unfocused writer coming at you. Hold on. Hello. You're listening to a phone call. I'm just about done. This must be his wife. It's okay. What's up? Uh-oh. There's a problem. Listening? Listening? Oh, I'm going to get him. It's okay either way. Oh, he has to go pick up the kids. What else? Let's hear. Let's listen. 
Okay. Well, as soon as I'm done, I'll go get them. Okay. As soon as he's finished, okay. he's going to go get them. All right. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Bree. Bye. <laughs> I, I thought she was actually on the way home with kids. Yes. I, I, I heard along with our listeners. Yeah. Super. <laughs> Uh, so you have to go get the kids yeah no big deal all right well where are the kids they were my mom's my i was just gonna say mom yeah my dad has been playing at a musical all week he was in the pit playing guitar for a musical and he's been there every night for a week now and wow that's why i don't like doing those musicals anymore they're exhausting. What's the musical? Uh, he told me, but I don't remember now. You used to do mu- pits and musicals? Yeah, yeah actually. No way. I d- that's something new. I didn't see, know about there it is. you. Every time there's something new. I actually really oh enjoyed them. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't particularly care for the music, but the most fun I think I've had doing those was when we did Grease. Because I had the lead guitar part, and my dad played bass, and I think my sister played the second guitar part, and we had a blast. Because that music was, was... it electric guitar? Yeah. Or real? You would wait. You play electric well, guitar too. It's the too? same instrument, you know. Oh, wow. It's the same six strings, but with an electric, you run knew... it through a amp. You played music in the pits for music. It was a lot of fun. So that, what other what other musical <laughs> What other musicals have you played in pits I for? I can't remember. I know. I think it might have been before I joined the army. I did uh, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. We did. Wow. Um, um south pacific i did that one years and years ago i love south pacific. some enchanted evening i was in that are you play of course you were mm-hmm. summer stuck i was just a dancer it didn't go very well <laughs> i read your dancing article this morning yeah i can't imagine it went that well <laughs> So, yeah, I actually really it was enjoyed professional those. professional summer stock, though. They were, <laughs> those things were so much work. Like I know. three or four weeks of rehearsals on Sundays and then like five, six days in a row for all the shows. My dad had the matinee today, so the kids were at my mom's. Aww. So you, I don't think you could pay me enough to do another musical. <laughs> I love that. See, you're right. We learn something new about each other every day. I think it's great. And that is something new I learned about you today. There you go. All right. Well, why don't you go pick up your children? I hope everyone enjoys. Uh, Doc Valentino coming at you. Doc Valentino coming at you. <laughs> All right. It's kind of been a crazy morning. Yeah? Yeah, crazy. Because Bree got up at 5.30 to run 10 miles. Gosh. She's doing the half marathon here in like, I think it's like five or six weeks away. Um, 
So she got up at 5.30 to run because she had a drag brunch to go to with her friends at 10.30. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah. Have fun. I think she loves that stuff. I want to go with her. I'm always... Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably fit right in. Uh oh. Dun, dun, dun. He had he told me he had some setup to do this morning. Oh, well let's see what his setup is. He needs to figure out the zoom. I'm Was just staring a... at the screen the screen. I know. Let's see. Oh now Doc is connected to audio. Oh now he's muted. It's like we're riveted. I can't, grand... I can't take my eyeballs off of the screen. We should have a drum roll. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. What is going on? But you can't see me, huh? No, no I can't. Uh, let me see if I could select my camera. Well, he does have a good podcast. Cam link for our video. Boom. Look. I'm here. Oh, look at it. that setup. I, See, I made that's, it. that's what I was telling you that you needed with, this, <laughs> with the soundproof shit behind you. Yeah, you got yes. to do that or you get the echo. Listen up, both of you. <laughs> I'm doing this on a budget. And Derek took nine months off of work. I did. So he could uh, set all this up. It's ridiculous. Uh, is slick. I'm I actually jealous. had this all set up though before I quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how it works like that. Yeah, I still get a decent amount of noise though because this microphone that I chose for this particular room, uh, it's not it's not the best at isolating sound, so yeah. it does pick up you know little noises and stuff like that, but it doesn't echo around the room, which is a benefit. That's good. Right. Man, you have a great voice. You have a great voice for this. Thanks. I, I hate it. <laughs> we all hate it. Everybody hates it. It's terrible. It's, you know, <laughs> I sound okay to myself, to myself, but whenever I listen back, you know, every time I listen back, I hate it. I don't know why. I watch my YouTube no. videos and stuff, and I'm like, what? Why do people listen to that? You kind of now that I hear it, like on the thing, yeah. Because I've known you for years, Christy. For your benefit, mm -hmm. Derek and I worked together. I think we started working together like twelve years ago. Yeah, probably somewhere around there. How long were you at ALC? I was there five plus years. So yeah, and you were from like twenty eleven to like twenty sixteen. Yeah, so twelve years ago. Yeah, so yeah, is Chris as weird in real life as he is <laughs> online and in the podcast? Uh, I'm guessing that at work he tames himself a little bit. <laughs> but but the funny thing is, so, you know, his history with uh, uh, drinking and stuff, I think, right? I don't know that that's a secret. And if it is, you can edit this out, Oh, right? no, I, I talk no. about it openly. Okay, yeah. So uh, the funny thing is, whenever he left... And I was still working at that employer where he where we had met. Um, we would we didn't really talk very much, but we would send each other pictures of like a different beer that we were drinking or something yeah. randomly <laughs> over the course of years. And then one time I yeah. sent him one after like a year or something. We hadn't sent one. And he's like, you know, funny thing is I quit drinking altogether. And I was like, man, I don't have anybody to send my beer pictures to now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
here's the thing, actually, when you get sober, like if you have, you'll have some friends where kind of, you don't really talk to that much anymore. And all you really have in common is beer. Yeah, (laughs) It's like a thing you have to get over the hump. And Mm -hmm. then when, um, when you and I started talking again, before I took this job, uh, what was I going to say? I fucking lost it. I don't know. You're unfocused, man. I'm so unfocused. (laughs) Today today has been wild. We're talking about beer pictures and stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, I think we we realized that we were friends outside of just drinking beer. Right. Right. Yeah, it's funny how things are the people. Yeah. It's just funny how things come 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 around, you know, over the years. And you never know, you know, somebody that you interacted with years ago, how things might end up down the road. You know, we were kind of just, you know, babies at the time. At least I was. I was in my 20s, you know, 20, say 12 years ago, I was 26 probably when we met. Oh, wow. Oh, my so, God. You know, You're both babies. And at, and at that point, I had already been through a lot in life. You know, the job I had before that, I traveled. You know, I went to Russia, China, Canada, 42 states, you know, got to see a bunch of stuff yeah. on the work dime, I guess. Um, But that's not a that's not a family life kind of job. So I had to leave that. Yeah. So. So I don't know anything about you. Well, first, why don't you tell, I do, all I know is that you are starting up a podcast mm-hmm. um, and that you've completed your first episode, but it hasn't launched yet. True. Yes. Um, so why don't you tell me, I'd like to know a little bit about the podcast that you're starting up. Yeah. So uh, we actually started talking about it, me and a, and a buddy, and he was, he was never a super close friend. But we were always acquainted because our last names have the same first three letters. And then the fourth letter is only one letter off. So we were always beside each other in homeroom classes and stuff like that, you know, through high school. And uh, we had similar interests, you know, with art and photography and and stuff like that, which we both have kind of parted from since then. Um, But then we were separated for years. He went to the Marines. I went to tech school. You know, we crossed paths several times randomly over the years, but never really connected until COVID hit and everybody was at home and. uh, You're kind of reaching out to people. Yeah. I mean, everybody was just connecting more online than than even before. You know, I I know that had evolved over the years in its own right, but um, it just really just exacerbated whenever whenever that hit because everybody was working from home, you know, everybody was looking for things to do that they could do, you know, from the comfort of their home rather than going out somewhere. So a lot of that rekindled uh, connections that you had had over the years. And so uh, we started playing video games together online and, you know, with that comes conversation and, and stuff like that. And he knew that I started up my own YouTube channel um, and, you know, was starting to grow that a little bit. And he liked what I was doing and he had always wanted to start a podcast, but never, he doesn't have the technical know-how to, to do anything like that or, uh, anything, but he's a great personality and, you know, we kind of complement each other in ways and we're similar in other ways. So he was like, I think it'd be perfect if you would do this with me, if you're interested. And so we started talking about it two years ago, more than two years ago. Uh, and then he went through a lot with his job and he, was in Minnesota and he relocated to our area and stuff. And so everything's finally aligned after talking about it for so long, even though it's not difficult to do, 
It's just it hadn't lined up properly, and and finally it is, and uh, and the whole concept was you know rooted in how chaotic life had become, and it kind of relates a little bit to I think initially what you guys were trying to do and what your podcast has evolved into. Um, yours was just focused on unfocused writers, right? And it's kind of evolved into just man, life is People. a ball, right? Yeah. Unfocused, so, unfocused people, really. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of it is that. And 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 when we were coming up with names for it, we were we we're trying to think of something that would, you know, kind of kind of gear towards that theme. Uh, and we were thinking about how chaotic life is and, you know, what just everybody just needs to calm down. Right. So <laughs> so uh, we we landed on quell the fray. So basically put a calm to the chaos, basically. You know, um, so that's what we did. And, and we started last week and, and I don't know, we're just two guys and nobody cares what we think, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> well, honestly, when you told me that idea, uh-huh. I, I think I told you, I said, that's kind of exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. We're just a couple of people who met through life along the way. And we said, let's get together and have some cool conversations and mm-hmm. talk to some people. Yeah. And that's that's what led us to this. And we just love doing it. Mm-hmm. We don't really care what happens with it. We're just having a really good time. <laughs> right. And our, our path was kind of similar, too. We talked for a year, year and a half. Yeah, just about. About doing this until it finally everything was aligned for us to, OK, let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like another it. one of those right. things. You have to make it happen. Like it was mm-hmm. never going to just happen on its own. We had to say, okay, if we're doing this, let's stop fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of where I landed on with, with starting my YouTube channel too. It was like, I always right. wanted to do something like that. And I never knew how, I didn't know, you know, the logistics of, of creating all of that. Um, down to the simplest audio thing, you know, audio is the biggest thing when it comes to YouTube. Um, people will deal with, with video quality. That's not spectacular um, because you get buffering and stuff like that. If you have bad internet, internet connection anyway, but they want the audio to be decent. And the first video that I made, I had nothing but a cell phone, right? And I bought a, $40 microphone, I think, off of Amazon. And I was like, oh, I'm going to unbox this microphone. It's the worst video ever. Like, I don't know why anybody would ever want to watch it, but I had to get started in order to get better, right? You you, you have to put it into practice. You have to see where you suck <laughs> to yes. not suck, right? That, that goes along with everything we've learned about this show, about writing, mm-hmm. about art and creativity as a whole. You can't get better at it unless you just fucking do it and suck at it for a while. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can't make one or two things. And then, you know, whether it's a podcast and you make, you know, five episodes or, or you may, or start a YouTube channel and you make 10 videos like you can't judge what it could be based off of that. You know, you still right. suck at that point. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's you have to you have to see where where you're doing bad and where you're doing good, whether that's, you know, podcasts aren't as important with like video quality, but with YouTube videos, you have to have the audio first, but then you have to follow it with, with a decent video. And so I've, I invested in a decent camera and, you know, some lighting and stuff like that. And, uh, it's helped. I mean, I, but then I started back to work again. 
because <laughs> I was yeah. off, as Chris had mentioned, for nine months and uh, started back to work. And I honestly, I haven't made a video since I started the new job. And part of that is just being busy. And, you know, I, I'm a dad, so I, I value the time with my daughters a lot. So whenever I get home from work, it's all attention on them, at least for the first you know hour or two after I'm home. And then it's like, you know, we're eating dinner usually within that time frame. And then they want to play with me after dinner or they want to watch a movie or, you know, play video games yeah, for a little bit and go, stuff. And that's quality time. Oh, I got to make a video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So I, I, I don't like to say, hey, you know, I got I know I just got home from work, but I'm going to work on something else. So it's, you know, you wait until you put them in bed before you start getting into anything else. And then you kind of just wear, wear yourself out. Whenever you're with a new company and stuff, you don't want to, you know, you, you got to prove yourself, right? Um, and you don't want to, you don't want to, I guess, burn yourself out on all this other stuff that's distracting you from work when you're trying to figure out your job, right? We have talked about this a lot mm -hmm. these last few weeks because, you know, as you know, I just started this job three, almost four weeks ago or something yeah. like that. And I am not willing to be burning the candle at both ends mm -hmm. for my writing career or even this show as much as I love doing it. Right. Like you said, you have to watch how far you push. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a tough balance, especially, you know, when you're trying to do other things. And, and I think you have to do these other things because that's who you are as a person, you know, you want to do these other things because you want to express yourself in a little more sense than you do, you know, at your day job. Um, I don't identify by what I do at my day job. Right. And I think a lot of creative people feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I've always felt like that too. And I, I still, to this day, don't know what I want to do when I grow up, you know, <laughs> right. It's, it's, I'm going to be retired before I know that. And, you know, whether that's painting or something, I have a painting here, actually. I'll show you. Ooh. Uh, I painted this in high school and I didn't finish it. So don't be too critical, but I'm fairly no proud of it. Here. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to show it. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. You're going to have to snap a picture of this, you know, for the show notes. Put it in the show notes. Yeah. I can take a picture of hey, that. And, uh, is it oil or acrylic? It or is acrylic and it's okay. on wood actually. That's amazing. Ooh. So I always liked painting on wood for some reason. It's just cause it's solid and firm. Like canvas was always tough for me because of the texture of it for one. Um, yeah. and then, you know, the, the flexibility of it, I'll call it whatever you want to call it. It, it moves whenever you paint on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I always liked painting on like wood or something else, um, that was a little bit more solid. So. Hey, you know what? As long as I've known you, I don't think I, maybe you showed me some of your stuff before, but I don't think I had an appreciation for it because I didn't really tap into my creative side until maybe the last three or four years. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I might not have been you might have showed me that. And I was like, oh, OK, neat. Right. But well, now as things go by, I'm like, oh, man, I really <laughs> love that stuff. And I'm glad you showed me. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I may not have even talked about it because I had become so disconnected from my creativity, really, right. until we were all locked down. You know, I, I was I just put it to the wayside. It was work, provide for the family, you know, um, whenever you get some 
free time, you don't feel like even doing your hobbies, unfortunately, you know, and then you just don't do them. And then you're just, uh, just floating through life on a lazy river. <laughs> and next thing you know, years, days, weeks, months, years pass by and you're not doing anything that you technically like to do <laughs> other right. than, you know, you're being just... a good family guy and stuff like that. I mean, obviously I, I hold that to the highest in my life is, is being a good dad and stuff like that. You know, I, I need my daughters to look up to me as a guy and expect their husband to be something in some way, form or fashion, treat them the way that I treat my wife. Right. So I'm yeah. curious about your um, just kind of stepping back about yeah. your YouTube channel. Yeah. What um, what's your channel about? Uh, so it's mostly around like uh, gaming and streaming technology stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've done unboxing videos of things like a microphone and stuff like that, or, you know, a new PlayStation or a new Xbox. Uh, but then I've done videos on, oh, like this little device here is one of the things it converts uh -huh. uh, an HDMI output to. Jeez, uh, I wonder if I've ever watched you <laughs> to a display for it. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not, but maybe, I don't know. I mean, even though I haven't made a video in the last, I don't know, 200 days or something like that, I think is what it was when I looked. Uh, I still have been getting about 19,000 views a month and wow, that's crazy. continue to grow subscribers. And I have some monetizes that my channel's monetized. So I get some ad revenue for that. It's just a little bit, but uh, I do get a little bit of that. And then I have Amazon links, you know, in the description of the videos for products like that, that I, that I go over. What's your and, channel's name? Uh, Doc Valentino. Doc Valentino. Love it. Yeah. So Valentino is actually my middle name, my real middle name. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's I my dad's that. middle name, all his brothers, my grandpaps. That's kind of more of a family name than our last name because um, our last name got Americanized. So mm -hmm. it's oh, not yeah. what it was. And, and even that's kind of disputed. I have a, I have a picture <laughs> of a headstone for my great grandfather of what it is. But then uh, one of my dad's brothers, he was actually my godfather. He he had a card that my great grandmother had signed and she signed it with her full name first and last. And it was one letter different. And he he always told us, he's like, it is not what's on that headstone. They spelled it wrong, but they never made oh, a new wow. headstone. And he would like argue with the, the family, the younger people in the family that <laughs> didn't that never met her. He's like, no, I'm telling you, they got it wrong on the headstone. And so I have a picture wow. of both the headstone and uh, her signature on that card. So uh, to me, I go by the signature on the card because it makes more sense on what it got Americanized to. That's something maybe yeah. we could discuss offline, not to give my sure. you know, full name yeah. and stuff yeah. away. Uh, I was wondering how far you were going to go with that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and then my... Uh, and then the doc portion of that, I'm not a doctor, obviously. Um, I guess you wouldn't know that unless I told you, but, uh, that came from, I, I didn't like what I was doing out of tech school and I didn't like the money I was making. So I was going to go back to school to be, to try to be a doctor. I always did well in school and I didn't like studying and I didn't like school. So that's why I didn't go to like a four year college. I went to a tech school. Yeah. I was like, I need to learn a skill and get to work. That that's, that was my mindset. And, uh, so that's what I did. And I was going to go back to school. And so everybody at work started calling me doc, 
know, I had got a couple acceptance letters to go for like biology or something, you know, to start the path down that. And, uh, the guy started calling me doc. And then I ended up getting a promotion like before I decided to go back to school. So I was like, okay, now I can live with what I'm making now. So maybe I'll put school off for a couple of years. And then the employer that I worked at would also pay for school and it didn't have to be career related, which was the best part. So I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll work this for a little bit. You know, maybe I can get a house and stuff, but then you, you do those things, right? You get a house and you get all these things <laughs> yeah. and it's like, okay, well, school never becomes practical to go back. Uh, at least not on a full-time basis. You could always take classes, you know, part-time and, and, and do stuff. But if you're going to be a doctor, I don't think you want to do part-time for 20 years while you're working to, to do that, even though some people may. Uh, but then I got really good at, at a test lab job that I was working on. And, and then I got a new manager in that position and I troubleshot something that he was having issues with. And he's like, man, I see why they call you doc now. <laughs> so it turned in, it turned in for, for into something where I, I literally was going to go to school to be a doctor to, I was good at troubleshooting. And so he thought people called me doc because I was good at troubleshooting and it just stuck over the years. And now even my closest friends that didn't call me that as a kid, they call, that's what they call me. That's well, funny. Yeah. I didn't know that either. So that's where doc came from. <laughs> and then Valentina is my, my real middle name. So, Hey, speaking of names, you guys have something else in common. Oh, yeah. We had mentioned this. I picked it up on, uh, from the podcast. My One of my daughter's names is Avery. Oh. Yeah. It's so. a great name. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> we actually didn't know her name. It's funny how that came up, too. Uh, we didn't know what we were going to name her going in going into the hospital. It was we had kind of a short list, I think, figured out. And uh, it wasn't until she came out. My wife looked at me and she's like, so what are we going to go with? And I said, Avery. And she's like, all right. So. Yeah, same here. It was a short list. And I, <clears throat> but I'm a little older than you, but um, Avery's 10. And this is so stupid where I, where I got the name Avery from, though. <laughs> from the show 30 Rock. Okay. The character of Avery, she dated Jack. On the show, wait, Jack, is that his name? I don't know. Do you guys know Thirty Rock? Yeah, I watched Alec it. Baldwin's character From a long time ago. Damn it! She was played by um, Elizabeth Banks. Anyway, yeah, it was from a TV show. <laughs> but my I... son's name is from the Beatles, so okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we even came across Avery. Sadie was one of our picks. Mercedes was one. And there was something else. Yeah. I think the reason I didn't go with Sadie is because I watched a, I was watching a TV show or a movie or something. And the dog's name was Sadie. Oh, jeez. So I was like, oh, well, I don't want to name her a dog's name. Jordan was one of mine. I'm big on yeah. unisex names for mm. whatever reason. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. Bo both of ours are Avery and Peyton. They're mm -hmm. both girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I, when and I, I never were, really thought about it, Christy, but I guess Jude kind of is yeah. in a way. There are some girl Judes, mm -hmm. and I call him Judy, but he won't let anybody else call him Judy. <laughs> Sorry, Jude. <laughs> hey, I, to, I think I think last week was the first time we didn't talk about him on the show. Did we not? No, we did. He didn't come up. Your mom did. Oh, sorry, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, I don't think my mom watches any of my stuff. Maybe she does. 
We've talked about that on a couple sneaky times supportive sometimes. They are sneaky supportive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never shared any of this stuff with my mom. Like, even once in a while, if I write something that pertains to them or I think they might be interested in, I'll share it with them. But most of the time, I don't. She's mm-hmm. not interested? I can't see how she's going to care about when I write the weird things that I write sometimes. I just don't, I, she's not going to, I mean, maybe she would cause she's my mom, but I don't know. Maybe they just don't, I don't tell I you. I guess I don't really. Huh? Maybe they just don't tell you. Hi, Chris's mom. No. <laughs> Hi, Chris's mom. <laughs> I've never sent her a link to this show or anything. And I don't see, that's the thing. I think the podcast medium is for people like 50 and under. 53 Be and careful, under, maybe. Christopher and under. Robin. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. You did not just do that. I'm Unless sorry. you're creating one. Yeah, that's yeah. different. I have yeah. a lot of friends in their 50s, and they listen to podcasts, you asshole. You're going to have to edit this out so <laughs> no, they don't, we're not ed- they no, don't hate me. No, we're not editing it out. <laughs> I always ex- expected you to edit more of this show out than you do. Why? Like. Even I don't know. Even our rough beginnings to these episodes, I'm always expecting you to cut that shit out, and you never do. It, those you are just my favorite. That's my around. favorite that's part. Those are my favorite parts too. <laughs> Why would I edit that yeah. out? Sometimes it's <laughs> the straight, boring stuff that I'm like, huh, should I take that? Well, out? It, sh- it can show like the raw struggles of life. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it, and they are raw. They are. Right? And it shows I mean, more of our is. chemistry, too, I think. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's the personalities. Except for we're, we just became oil and water because of my comments a minute ago. Oh, I'll get you back. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> Who is it? One of our editors uh, doesn't doesn't like when we argue. Oh, oh it's uh, and also Jenny Lane. Wait, one of our editors Jenny doesn't Lane like doesn't. it either. Bernice always says that we uh, we we're at each other's throats all the time. Well, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So, do you two anyway. do you two ever have you ever uh, collaborated on writing something together or no? We've talked sort about of. it. Yeah, we we edit each other's important pieces. Okay. Um. So if there's ever a big piece that one of us wants to publish, we'll always go to each other and say, Hey, can you look at this? What do you think? Um, the problem I have with collaboration on a piece of writing like that is it's so personal and subjective that Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't get in someone else's head and see their vision. That's why it's such an art form. It'd be like, you know, I, I imagine it'd be like if you tried to paint with somebody else or, Something like that. Yeah. I just don't I see, see that, that being a thing you could pull mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. I think a couple of times we've bounced ideas off one another. Like, I'm looking to kind of do something like this. And then we've bounced back and forth. We've done that a couple of times. Um, and I always yeah, go to Chris never for really titles. on one piece. <laughs> I'm horrible yeah, I'm good at, titles. at the titles and she's better at the stories. Yeah. Um, I tried writing once. Um, Never, never went anywhere. Didn't you write a memoir? Yeah, well, I tried. Memoir. Oh, memoir. 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 <laughs> I have a very hard time yeah. saying the memoir. Ooh, 
Ooh, I like what is that. happening? <laughs> I love voices. <laughs> I, have a, I think Derek listened to our last changer. episode. Now you have to do it in Cartman voice. Come on. Wait, Cartman chipmunked? Not chipmunked. Just do it in Cartman voice. What am I supposed to do? Memoir. The memoirist. <laughs> it's not that good. <laughs> Yeah, he just pushed the button. That's not fair. <laughs> I did just push a button. Oh, I thought that was real. Never mind. <laughs> no. no, just a button. A whole bunch of buttons here. I, uh, I want no, that. I, actually, I started writing. Uh, I started writing a, a. I don't know what kind of book. This is, this is a fictional book, but um, I, I don't even remember what the plot was. It was so many years ago. But I remember it was around the time whenever I was tra- I had tried to just traveled to Russia and stuff and, and, you know, start seeing a bunch of different things in the way people live, you know, in other places. And I was in like poor places in Russia. I wasn't in, you know, I was in by, um, Irkutsk. I don't know if you know where that is. There's a lake there called Lake Baikal. And that lake has one fifth of the entire world's fresh water in it. It's like a mile deep and it's. Ridiculous. There's like 1,200 species of fish that only exist in that lake, you know. Yeah. But I was not far from there. And there was a guy there with me that worked for the same company. And uh, he was from like Moscow area or something. And he flew there, too. And he was like, this is so far away from me that it's kind of it's, you know, it's foreign to me, too, basically, is what he was saying. Yeah. Um. So anyways, that kind of inspired me to start writing for some reason. I I. Just remember, I read it a little bit ago, you know, a couple months ago, because it had popped back up as my wife was going through some things. And uh, I started reading through it. And I was like, oh, I really should have started. You know, I really should have stuck with that, maybe. But the one part of it, I, I referenced a laceration looking like Lake Baikal, you know, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like this guy. This guy was like running from somebody and he got like slashed on his foot or something. And yeah, and it looked like that lake. It looked like that lake. Yeah. It sounds like an interesting story. Let's slice that nice and good. <laughs> but that 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 kind of points out to me that inspiration comes from really interesting places sometime. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about that a lot. Mm-hmm. That the book that I sent you last week, what the fuck? I can never remember. Christy, I just sent it to you too. Oh, the art of the, the Rick Rubin book. The uh the cre- creative uh, what was it? War art. I can't remember. Something, something. Uh, I might have to have the creative stuff. act. It was the creative act. Mm. That just the audio book is like listening to a meditation about creativity and inspiration. I'm finding a lot of joy and inspiration actually in listening to that thing. And you're talking about, you know, traveling and looking at these lakes and I just find that interesting. Yeah. I mean, Go ahead. I was going to say that sounds like a good article to write, <clears throat> Chris, um, about finding um, places you find inspiration interesting. Hey, as a matter of fact, I wrote one the other day. What? I don't read you, you anymore. But you didn't read it. You gave up on writing. Why should I look <laughs> at you anymore? You're an asshole. You're a dickhead. <laughs> it was she just gave up was on you altogether. <laughs> It was one of my favorite pieces I've written. Why didn't you tell me you wrote it? it? 
Well, I don't sit around waiting, waiting for you to write something. Oh, Chris <laughs> wrote something. Oh. Uh, I guess that's what I get. I'll go write. I'll go read it later. No, but seriously, that 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 this uh, this book inspired that piece because it's all about how you can find inspiration from sometimes unknown or unsuspected places i guess yeah i think i think the best kind of inspiration probably comes in that form but when you're not part of the book it. a big part of the book is being able to tune into it like opening up and looking and experiencing the world around you mm-hmm. so that you can be inspired if it hits you yeah we're back we're and we're back Oh, I love that didn't work very well. <clears throat> I have a little bit of a cold. I was going to say, you said the other day you were getting sick. Yeah. It's just a little... But you don't sound sick. It's just a little cold. I had to go and get my my toilet paper tissues, though, because I've been, like, trying to hold back my, <laughs> my snot from running down my face. I guess that's better than, like, letting it run. Yeah. Yeah. Christy, when I left work on Friday, we were talking about what we were going to talk about. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) Derek's in the same kind of um, headspace that we are. Like, we'll just make this organic. We just have a conversation and whatever the hell works. And I can, I mean, just to get us started, uh, something that you and I have talked a lot about lately and that Derek and I had a good conversation about the other day was uh, marketing and all this stuff. This all this this ancillary stuff that you have to do today mm-hmm. that I don't want to do. Uh, but, I don't want to contribute Christy, to you this. Do. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's you know kind of my background. My background is in marketing and branding, so in content. So I do it naturally. I just like sit there while I'm watching TV and I'm like, create graphics, Mm -hmm. go online, you know, write little blurbs. I I enjoy it. So it's fun for me. And it's not, I don't know. It doesn't feel time consuming for me because I can just do it without putting too much thought into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's kind of where we're, we're going to struggle. Um, mm-hmm. for ours is, is my, my buddy's not going to do any of that, <laughs> you know? Um, so I've, I've like, I, I, I started, a uh, Instagram and a Twitter and a Reddit and, you know, everything to, you know, I don't know where, what's too much and what's not, you know? Um, so I figured I could at least get like the handles for those platforms, yeah. For our podcast that way, you know, whatever we decide to use, we we have the handle for it. Um, yeah, I I started a, a Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and I think that's it. But I've found that Instagram and Twitter I've been on the most. Facebook I guess I started it mostly to save having a page, but mm-hmm. I just don't have time to go on and do yeah. a Facebook thing. At this yeah, point, I didn't even bother with with starting a Facebook one. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. I could just have Instagram posts go on to Facebook, but who has time for that? 
Mm-hmm. But here's my my problem with this whole thing. Yeah. And I've written about it lately. I know I've talked to both of you about it. At what point do you cross over where you're not doing it for the sake of creativity anymore or for the art of it? Mm-hmm. You know, you're doing it because that's part of the side hustle. Well, to me, to me, the marketing of it is part of the fun for me. And huh. and trying to get a little bit of an audience in there. Like that is for me part of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so it's fine that you don't like it, but for me, that's fun. I like doing the ad ads and I like doing the, you know, putting shit online and checking to see, okay, do we have more followers? I mean, that's that shit's fun to me. It must be because your eyes are lighting up as you're talking about it. <laughs> it's the business person in me. I, I, don't I guess know. it is. I just like it. I don't know. I, I think this is on my mind a lot lately because I'm experimenting with painting and drawing in my sobriety. They've been critical in my recovery process. And, you know, you can't help but compare everything you do to others in this world today it's it's hard not to so i think that's when it can be kind of frustrating when you're just working on creating something and allowing it to be seen by the world and comparison is evil Mm -hmm. you know yeah i don't compare ourselves to other people and you know, look, we don't have that many followers at this point. Uh, we have a lot of followers, <laughs> but billions, billions, but I'm not we have 30 billions. billion followers. I'm not like, oh, we don't, I, I'm not getting sad or, you know, I'm not right. beating myself up, like giving myself some sort of goal that we have to be here by a certain Mm, point or anything like that. That's not the goal of our podcast. The goal of our podcast is to have fun and enjoy Mm -hmm. one another. I'm just saying that I like the other part of it too, doing Mm -hmm. the marketing and, and the business aspect, just watching it. But it doesn't kill me. It doesn't, I'm not putting any kind of metric on myself to, add pressure there right if that makes sense it does to me a lot because you know i kind of you kind of go through that too with like with the youtube channel whenever i first did it i was you know trying to do everything i could to to try to grow you know you you watch youtube videos and everybody asks for subscribers right Mm -hmm. subscribe and hit the notifications bell i got some feedback on on a couple videos, you know, I, I say I got some feedback. It's a comment on the video. Where it's like I hate whenever YouTubers ask for subscribers. And then I watched a thing on Mr. Beast, who's the largest YouTube channel YouTuber ever. You know, he's a multimillionaire and he does a lot of good things, but he never ever ever asks for subscribers. And so I actually took that feedback on my last couple of videos and I didn't ask for subscribers. I'm like, that's, it's, it's not, I don't like doing it. I only did it because that's what, when I watch YouTube that's channels, what that's what they do. And that's like, okay, well, they got a big channel. So they're asking for subscribers. You, you know, and I watch, you watch other influencers or whatever. And they say, you know, well, you need to ask people for subscribers because you need to ask people to subscribe because then 
that gets them to click the button, you know, and it's it's like, OK, well, how many times see, have you hit it just because the guy asks you to? I never hit no. it when he asked me to. I, mean, I, I hit, hit it, it because like I like the video. Right. 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 So I'm like, why am I going against what I do as a person the way I think and asking people to subscribe when myself I don't like when people do that? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, why did Is I start it? doing that? And then you're always looking. You're always looking at that number like, oh, oh, I got two subscribers today. And I stopped paying attention to it. I, I look at the metrics just to look at them, but I don't worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that takes a whole, you know, that that makes the creative process just more okay. enjoyable for you because you're not worried about if people are subscribing, you know, in droves or or whatever. Yeah, that'd be great if you make a video and it, you know, pops off and you, you get, you know, a thousand people that subscribe in two days or something like that. But it's just not the reality. And it's a lot of work to put into it. And you had mentioned, Chris, about comparison. I think it's it's bad to compare yourself to other people, but good mm-hmm. to compare yourself to yourself. Mm-hmm. So try oh, to yeah. be better than you were the last time. That That's yeah. all that you can do. There's no point in trying to compare me to Mr. Beast. <laughs> you know, it just right. it, there that 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 is useless to do. It's not good for me you know, in a mental health aspect of uh, of it. And it's not good for, right. you know, the product that I'm going to put out. So I think as a creator in general, you run into this and it's a battle you have to fight with yourself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you're creating. All of us get to that point and it's usually in a different place, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> 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 These are the things we will edit out. Commence awkward silence. Love it. <laughs> Where do I get a soundboard like that? Do you have an unboxing video I can watch? <laughs> I actually think I do. <laughs> it's pretty bad though. It's pretty bad. The unboxings that I did, did were terrible. I a love unboxing reviews are okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not that that good at them. Unboxing videos are like, they're stupid, hard to make good. I don't know how people, and maybe they're not, maybe I think about it too much, but trying to get the lighting down right so that it looks okay for an unboxing is for some reason so much more difficult than like trying to get this lighting right. Do you get freebies to do them? I do not. Oh. Maybe one day. That's that's yeah. the goal that I have. Yeah. Is yeah. to get free items to, to go over. So I have to buy everything that I that I do, but it's okay because I only buy expensive things if I'm gonna use it right. for something else. Like this voice changer. I was streaming on Twitch for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And this voice changer is just fun to me. It's a mixer. It's a it's called a Go XLR and it's made for like people that stream and play video games and stuff. So it's it's got like everything. You need. It's got a, a bleep button and it's got oh my God. Uh, some programmable things that you can put different sounds into it. And then it has Is some sliders. Is there an affiliate and... link in your unboxing video? What's that? Is there an affiliate link in your unboxing yes. video? That there. is the kind of shit, though, I yeah. geek out over. I love stuff. 
think that. <laughs> well, me too. Me too. And that's why that's why I started the channel. because <laughs> I love this kind of stuff. You know, I have a like an HDMI, a 4K HDMI switch that's also an audio extractor. So wow. it takes, you know, four HDMI inputs and I can select between any of them and then it outputs the audio separate from the HDMI into like an optical cable, which then goes into the Go XLR, which goes into all this other stuff that you can't see uh, on camera here. No wonder you had to go back to work. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Imagine what I could do with that box on the podcast, Chris. You could. I'm terrified now. Fun. Yeah, we've made a dollar in advertising dollars. Boom. I'm like, that might have to be the first business. <laughs> Screw the guest microphones. See, that's what I wanted to do. I want to buy a mic that we can send to guests that don't have one. Mm. You know, our friends or whoever we want to have on, because some, like, a lot of people now have them, though. Mm -hmm. Does, uh, do people use their phone ever on your, only as a guest? In fact, a couple people have, I thought it was, Jenny Who did, Jenny Lang? but then, but then she switched to her computer. Didn't no, no, her computer didn't work right. Yeah, she went back to her phone. There, I forget, but it sounded pretty good. It sounded better than her computer did. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, phones actually are pretty remarkable. Yeah, they at, are at, at the quality that they can put out. If you if you're not like on speakerphone and have it halfway across the room, you know, if you're fairly close to it, mm-hmm. they do a really good job of you know getting your voice and also isolating. A lot of the background noise. Our main problem so far with the podcast has been my internet connection because mm. I'm doing the recording uh, since I edit. And sometimes my internet connection or whatever is funky. And so we'll get little glitches in there. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing um, I'd like to figure out. Um, or need to figure out that's like one of the one of the little negative things that we have to overcome i think mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean that's it's naturally going to come whenever you're dealing with you know clear across the country mm-hmm. you know trying to right. trying to work together doing that i mean even even big channels that i see that stream you know, i'm i'm into like crypto and stuff like that too and some of the channels that I see there, they're always having a lot of guests on and stuff. And sometimes people drop out, you know, because their internet connection, sometimes their stream just plain out is glitching and freezing for a little bit. And it happens. And I think people understand that that, that kind of thing happens yeah. as well. You know, I, I found out. I found out through my hacked Instagram account that I'm into crypto also. Oh, I also saw Don't that. Get hacked. Number one. Did you see that? How did you get hacked, dude? I don't, I don't know. What's your, what's your password? Like Pooh Bear one, two, three. It's suck my balls. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five. (laughs) Man, oh man. Got a message. It was like from WhatsApp, like dial this WhatsApp and you'll be rich tomorrow. Did you click on a link? I don't know. I don't know. You link. You did. I don't know. If you don't know, I then didn't, you did. <laughs> I might have. Here's the thing. I didn't have, yeah. I didn't sign up with my email and all that stuff. So they couldn't notify me 
is mm. something that was squirrely. I used my phone number, which is stupid. So that is stupid. Always use your fucking email address. Yeah. Because that way they'll they'll like email you if something weird happened with your account. They couldn't get a hold of me because it was my phone number or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was a text message that I deleted or ignored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I typically use my email address and then uh if there's a two factor authentication where you could put a, a phone number in or use an authenticator app. That's usually what I do. Yeah. I didn't do that for, for Instagram, however. I used an email address, but I don't have to a face setup. So I think I've learned but, my lesson. Are they yeah. trying to clear it up for you? Yeah. I mean, I submitted a ticket and all that stuff. They're they're looking into it. And I, I found the account that's impersonating me and reported it to Instagram. Really? But they're less than fucking helpful. Like, I haven't heard from them in two days regarding this thing. And, like, they have to know that my content changed. Mm-hmm. And I've heard since, you know, since it's happened, I've been reading about it. And this happens to people all the time, and I guess Instagram is less than helpful at fixing it. Well, didn't didn't Zuck just ask his employees to resign? Did he really? <laughs> yeah, I think he asked, yeah, he asked a lot of people to resign. So the, for people basically to voluntarily resign, so they don't have to do huge layoffs like every other right. tech company is doing. Which I I think they did at one point, but what's funny is know. your your hacker yeah. is only posting to your stories i know i see that and i can't figure out why yeah so whatever i'll i if i don't know i'll figure it out what's the benefit of somebody hacking you and taking over some form just, of of you in the internet world like, i what's guess their they're just using my followers to pass on this invest in crypto message that's Mm. all it is i don't think there's any links or anything to even click on i have no idea it's just in my stories Uh Mm. i don't know what the benefit is so i you know i had a cold sweat about it the other night when i found out i was like jesus i was freaking out and then Mm -hmm. i calmed down did somebody tell you or did you try getting in and you couldn't yeah i tried getting in and i couldn't get in and then two minutes later a couple of our editors were like, hey, Chris, I think your account was hacked because you're sending me stuff about Bitcoin. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> so, Oops. Oops. I don't know. Whatever. That happens uh, fairly frequently in, in medical places. Like, I know of a couple of different hospitals fairly local to where we are that were basically taken uh taken hostage taken hostage for Bitcoin oh, yeah. and stuff they basically stole medical data and they're like give us 20 bitcoin and we'll give it back right but how do you believe them even then like you can give them bitcoin I they're just know. gonna make it if they have it you really think they're yeah. gonna get rid of it like they hacked in and, and got all this data they're not gonna get rid of it if you pay that like how are they going to send proof no. of deletion of? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it seems like records. all hocus pocus. It's so far over my head that I don't know how any of it works. Yeah, and I don't get I don't get the the drive behind somebody wanting to just. I mean, I guess it's money. They make money off it, right? So yeah, but why dedicate your life to trying to steal other people's stuff to make money when you can just? 
like work hard at doing something honest and make money, <laughs> you know? Everybody's looking for an angle or a shortcut, I guess. That's my only. Yeah, but is it a, is it a shortcut? Guess. Like they work really hard on it. They obviously are pretty smart if they're hacking into th- things, you know, they could probably get a job doing that. Don't people do that? Don't they go to work for, you know, companies as, uh, mm-hmm. you know, security experts? And I mean, you work for the government doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're aggressively trying to hack some other network or some other you right. know, country's data or you're in it for the defense of our own, you know. Did you guys watch Kaleidoscope on Netflix? No, but I saw a lot of people posting about it on one of the social media platforms. And like, is it different when if you watch it in different order episodes or? I mean, it's the same story, but you pick up on things differently when you watch them because I, I don't remember everybody watches them kind of in a different order, but you all end up in the same place. Mm-hmm. Cause that was the thing uh, is it's like basically people were saying like different orders to watch the episodes in. Yes. Yeah. It was still cool and you're still going to watch the same story, but it was, it was interesting. But anyway, that's, that's what the, it was basically a heist story. And one of the the villain, I guess, in the story had this cyber security. Actually, I don't think it was cyber security. It was actually like a vault that he built. It was supposed to be like the most secure vault on the planet. And the whole thing was about the the heist of that vault. It was pretty cool. All right. There you go. Is How is there an ending? Like, is there an uh, ending? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if you watch the ending first? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What if you watch that first? Does it ruin the whole thing? I don't know because each episode more or less stood on its own as the way they got to the, the ending. I was confused about the premise myself. I had to watch it to find out. Yeah. It sounds like it's but one of those things you got to watch to. I, I don't remember. My wife would probably know this, but I can't remember if you watch them in the same order, but the last episode is the same for everyone mm. or how it works. Now I fucking can't remember. That's okay. I mean, it could be one of those where you already know the ending, but you don't know how you got there. And so it just fills yeah. in the all the so you, blanks. So you brought it up, but you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> this is, that's kind of a thing that I do all the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't know the whole story. I don't know whatever. I mean, I'm pretty good at doing that too. Or, you know. I just like to talk. I don't really give a shit if I have the answers. Right. You start the story of walking into the kitchen for something and you get there and you have no idea what you were looking for. Like, I'm not sure why I brought this up, but other than the fact we were talking about security and I. <laughs> security. Oh, there was a vault in that show. Do you see it? Yes. <laughs> so screw you both. I'm getting hit. Wow. But speaking of shows, it's a pretty good Cartman though, invitation, by the way. It's pretty good. I did. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> love it. Um, speaking of shows. Yes. Derek actually played the game, The Last <gasps> of Us, long oh. before. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of not of that age. I'm just, I don't 
play games I'd never have. Just a little so bit too old. So when we started old. talking about the show, I'm just a little bit too old. Actually, I'm too uncoordinated. I play games. I've played games. On what? Nintendo doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Never I, mind. No, I, I, I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know plenty of older older people uh, well older than me. Oh my games. God. So it's, you guys it's just me. I'm not calling people. you older people. I'm just <laughs> saying, I know older people that play games. <laughs> the, uh, my, the old sales manager where, where Chris and I used to work. Um, I don't Chris didn't know him cause he started after Chris left, but he actually did come from, he did come from the same employer you were just at, but from New York, mm-hmm. I think. Anyway, oh, okay. he's, he's about 60. And he would come to to game night at Gary's house and play video games. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's pretty good at Halo, actually. So what was but the Last of Us yeah. game like? Not that was era, awesome, but I did. That was awesome. I mean, I mean, uh, a lot of people when they think of video games, they think of you know some kind of mindless, you know, brain dead activity that you're doing. But video games are so more in depth than that now. Uh, especially when it comes to those first player campaigns. I mean, they're really telling a story no different than a book, you know? Uh, and typically they, they, you know, a decent one's probably close to 20 hours or more to play through, but some of some of them, some of them are much, much longer, but I, I think the last of us, the first one's probably somewhat close to that. It's probably shorter than that actually, but it really is just about the story and you're, the, you are the character you're Joel in, in that story, and um, you get to direct it a little bit, but it's it's mostly linear, you know, so that they give everybody the same or, or pretty much the same experience, and and they get the same story across. But um, the games are telling a story now, um, and then they add a little bit of you know your own decision making in there and stuff like that, you know, because those the clickers that are in the show. You know, we have to be real quiet or, or whatever. I mean, they're in the game and you can either sneak and, you know, try to be super quiet and don't get caught by them. Or you can try to run and gun and hope for the best, but that's probably not going to work out for you very well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, but generally the show followed uh, the game's story and, and it was kind of like uh, a very similar ending to the show where she was like, was that? Is that true? Everything you said about that, and he lies to her mm. uh, at the end, and and the the game ended the same way, and it was kind of like one of those moments where, well, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you invested, you know, you invested all this time in, in playing this game, or or now as people are watching watching the show, uh, you left, you're just kind of left empty at the yeah. end. It just stopped. <laughs> it just plain you're stopped, just, and you're going now what? Right, and then years went by before the second game and i never played the second game so mm-hmm. season so two you don't know i'm gonna happening. find out what happens yep. <laughs> unless i pick up the game i know it's not at all the same but i'm storytelling and the writing of these kinds of games and i say that because it, i just looked it up while we were talking mm-hmm. there was a game i years ago and it's about a little boy having cancer and the game like i guess this kid was diagnosed with 
brain cancer or something. And the parents didn't know what to do. So the dad developed a video game about it mm. as a way to cope. And I just thought that was really, really fascinating because there are real stories involved. Yeah. They're legitimate stories and legitimate people write these things. They're not unlike any other story. Right, exactly. And they're getting like, uh, they're getting some very talented people to work on these. You know, they're a full-blown right. production now. Yeah. It's not, you know, a couple dudes writing some code and making some graphics and, look nice. It's yeah. like, there's just as many people that go into making video games now over the course of several years for maybe one game that it's no different than you know, a, a large budget film. Right. You know, and they even bring in, they even bring in the voice actors and stuff to, Oh to, yeah. For the game. And, and sometimes, you know, and a lot of the times they're Hollywood personalities now. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're well, whenever you look up, voice actors. when you go on IMDB, so I, I don't know if you do, but I do fairly often when I'm watching a show or a movie and I see somebody in it and I'm like, I don't know who that actor is. I'm not big on actors and actresses' names. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I've seen them in, you know, a bunch of stuff before. You know, whether they're just somebody that always shows up, you know, I end up right. looking them up on IMDb and I end up finding out that like, oh, well, they were a voice in 10 video games, you know, right. <laughs> or something like that. So, yeah, it's a, the video games are, are kind of a large production now, no different than a movie to an extent. Well, not to talk about TV again, but did you guys watch Mythic Quest? Negative. Christy, I think you did. I love Mythic Quest, but I haven't seen the last season. Sorry, I'm breathing I heavy. I had to run down either. the stairs. That's okay. <laughs> My dog what, was barking uh, outside. What's Mythic Quest about? Oh, God. Uh, A video game. I, I forget. Yeah. It's... Uh, People who make... Uh, uh, Mythic Quest is a video game. And it's about the people who make it, but it stars um, Rob McElhaney. Who uh, do you know? Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. He uh, yeah, he plays, plays Mac. Mac. Oh, okay. So it's but he's goofy. Yeah, he's the inventor of this video game, and the whole show is about them making it and improving it and keeping it up. And I, I forget what kind of game it actually Hilarity is. Hilarity ensues. It's sort of like a, a World of Warcraft game. Okay. Yeah. I don't. What's that? What's that kind of game called? An MMO. Oh. Yeah. It's like massive multiplayer online or something mm -hmm. like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Never you, really got into MMOs too much. But Chris, but... you really don't know your stuff, do you? <laughs> it's not coordinated. I'm like such an idiot. <laughs> I'm not coordinated. It's funny because I literally just yesterday, my hand-eye coordination came up in conversation, and my nine-year-old, uh, she's like, "What? What's hand-eye coordination?" Because she plays basketball. She actually she got five baskets in her game. Wow. She's in third grade level, um, so it's like nine-year-old girls. Um, she made ten out of the eighteen points that her team got, and they won in like triple overtime. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I have so no real, coordination. Real proud of her for that. But yeah, so we started talking about like sports. I said somebody throws a ball at you. If you want to catch it, you have gotta have good hand-eye coordination. And I said it. She loves playing video games. So I said, even playing video games. I mean, you're looking at something on a screen. You're making decisions, and you're moving your fingers and hands appropriately to make something happen with accuracy. 
I'm about oh. Mario Brothers speed. That's yeah. kind of my my coordination. See, there's level. a Mario Brothers movie coming out. I know my kids are beside themselves <laughs> and they've wait. never even played the game. I might. That's what gets me. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're so excited <laughs> about it. They just, but they never played it. Like we grew up with it. Yeah. It was like a staple. Mm-hmm. Even though I lack coordination, as yes. you two said. I actually don't lack hand-eye coordination. I just can't speak or think or remember anything. Would you grow up with the one where he turns into a squirrel or something? Yeah, that's uh, a tanuki. Yeah, yeah. Tanuki he gets Mario a tanuki Mario leaf. Three. See, yeah. I was I grew up with the original one because I'm an old lady. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I I saved the princess in Super Mario Brothers when I was five. Wow. Oh wow. I was hooked since see, then. Those were the days you couldn't save it. Like you, you, couldn't you would save spend. It. I saved. We give it? our kids shit no. for playing. <laughs> no. What? There was no save. Uh, you know, Super were Mario Bros. No. I don't think Super Mario no. Brothers three. Super did Mario either. one, two, or three. Three is when they introduced not... the Tanuki. Well, I completed yeah. it. And the raccoon tail and all that. Yeah, that's well. That's the yeah. That's the Tanuki. I thought Tanuki was a whole different suit. No. It's the raccoon yes, tail it is. one. Yeah, but like with the tail, he's the raccoon. And then later on in the game, you get the full Tanuki suit. Oh, I don't know. I think oh. I think it's two different things. Oh. You are right. You are right. Yeah. Yes. I I now see, see it I in my head. See, I know one thing. I now see it in my head. Mario, yes, he does not have the whole suit on, but he gets the tail. Because when he gets the Tanuki suit, he's got the whole yeah, head. Yeah, he's like brown. He's whole, got the whole He looks suit like on. a little bear. Yeah, he looks like a, yeah. But you couldn't save it. You had to play beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Some games would give you, uh, there was no memory to do it back then. Oh. Right. Um, but uh, some games you would, would give you a code. You would and leave the TV on. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Some games would give you a, a, like a password that you could then go into the password screen. And that gives you like a save point, essentially. Like once you reach a certain milestone in the game, it would pop up on the screen and give you like, you know, an eight digit alphanumeric thing and then whenever you went to go play the game again you could put that in and it would take you back to that point in the game wasn't there one where you could if you reach the end it would take you to like a bonus world or something you'd get to a special oh i don't know am i making that up probably there's so many there's so many things like that in in games um, there's Easter eggs from games that people find like 20 years after the fact mm-hmm. that, that yeah. nobody knew about. But even in the original Super Mario Brothers, once you complete it, if you go to play it again, all the Goombas, like the little mushroom dudes yeah. that Mario jumps on, they are like a hard shell, like those little black yeah. turtles that are like later on in the levels. But they're all the Goombas turn into those if you try to play through it a second time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I knew that. Yeah. I know this because probably about once a year I play Super Mario Brothers, the original one, and oh, wow. beat it the whole way through. But I skip most of the levels because, like, I know where the secrets are. And, right. You know, I only works. play, like, five levels and, <laughs> and beat the <laughs> <Right>. game. <laughs> I just saw a meme the other day. It was like, uh, we're accusing our kids of spending too much time on screens. And then it's like Super Mario standing on one single block trying to jump 12 spaces to another single block. <laughs> and how we spent three days as kids trying to make that jump and we yeah. give our kids shit today. Yeah, it's a balance. It's a balance. There's a lot of things that my kids have learned from, you know, 
YouTube videos and, and stuff like that. You got to make sure that they're consuming the proper things and that they're not glued to it. You know, it shouldn't be a thing. Right. When we go to a restaurant, there are no devices with us. You know, it's yeah. yeah I have my phone with me, but the kids don't have a tablet sitting there. You know, it's not the family walks in and everybody's on a device. Like we're having dinner together and we can talk to each other. Yeah. So. I see we're uh, okay. we're running out of time we're, again. We're running out of time. Christy, do you, do you think we're good on uh, time and material? I think we're good. Yeah, I think do so. Do you? Yeah, I think we're good. All right. Well, Except be... for I, I'm feeling pretty stupid today. You are pretty stupid today, but that's okay. Well, my wife is she's on her like, way home that's from the drag show. Well, your wife's, <laughs> yeah, she's home from the drag show, so maybe we should say okay. our goodbyes. All right, Derek, thanks for coming on. I no really problem. appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank thanks you. Thanks for having me. That was fun. I had, I had fun. Nice meeting you. All right. Nice meeting you, too. Right. We'll talk to you later. All See right. you. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Unfocused Writer. For show notes and extras, visit theunfocusedwriter.com. Production and post-production provided by The Tranquil Tavern. Until next time, stay focused.